Welcome to Storytime with Grandma Rachel. I'm Grandma Rachel, and it's time to settle in. Get comfy in your favorite overstuffed chair. Escape into your imagination and the power of story. Listen in or read along. The choice is yours. I hope you'll join in often because story time is one of the most memorable ways to share time with the people you love. Let's get started. A Reluctant Adventurer, Chapter 13, Tunnels. Well, that was interesting, Jake commented to Emmy, who was unusually quiet as they trotted along the greeny-blue stream. I cast a spell, not knowing I was casting a spell, Emmy cried. What if I hurt someone accidentally? Oh, Emmy, please, you're kind and considerate, reassured Jake. You could never hurt someone accidentally or intentionally. But I didn't know what I was doing, argued Emmy, tearful. You only just discovered this talent. Shine will help, answered Jake. You will learn, just like Eric is learning. But I accidentally immobilized those poor porcupines, cried Emmy. That's not what I saw, argued Jake. I saw you saving your friends from some nasty porcupine quills. Oh, yes, Emmy, that is true, agreed Ginny. You saved us. You mustn't feel bad. Here, here, agreed Wallow. Emmy and Jake continued along the greeny-blue stream side by side, chatting about their adventure so far, hoping they were close to finding Wallow's community. They have been missing for three days already. Their families must be worried. At times, Ginny tucked her long arms and legs under her plump little body, experimenting, trying to determine if she would fall off Emmy's back as she walked along. Look, Wallow, no hands, giggled Ginny. What fun we can have as we travel along, hey? Oh, careful, Ginny, you might fall, cautioned Wallow. You don't want to break an arm, then you couldn't hang properly. Don't be silly, Wallow. Even if I do fall, it's not far to the ground, and we know how to drop and roll, answered Ginny. You worry too much. We're on an adventure. Have some fun. The foursome stopped at a makeshift bridge made from tree limbs. I wonder who put this together and why, asked Emmy. Perhaps there is a creek that swells up after a heavy rain, suggested Jake, looking away from the stream for a creek. Maybe, but didn't we have heavy rain during the thunderstorm that knocked Wallow out of his tree, argued Emmy. This tree limb bridge looked completely dry, not swampy at all. The tree-limb bridge was long and single-file narrow. Lighter than Jake, Emmy went first, and Jake followed not far behind. Crack! Their weight combined cracked and displaced the center two tree-limbs. They tumbled into a deep hole, landing with a thud. Ginny toppled off Emmy's back and rolled a few feet. Wallow, who was sound asleep at the time of the tumble, was rudely awakened. Emmy and Jake stood up, brushing off dirt, mostly unhurt. Well, this is a problem. Can you just jump straight up and out? Wallow asked, hopefully. Unlikely. Sorry, Wallow, answered Jake, looking up at the opening. That's too high, and even if I could make the leap, the edge is unstable, and we'd probably fall back again. There seems to be a bit of sunlight down this way, Emmy said, retrieving Ginny. Are you hurt, my friend? Not at all. Sloth tumble, relax, and roll when we happen to fall, said Ginny, smiling. It's one of the first things you learn when you live in a tree. 
Well, Wallow, it seems we found the underground tunnels you mentioned earlier, said Jake. Cautiously exploring, weaving haphazardly, the little group continued along the tunnel, choosing up or east whenever possible. It didn't take long for them to be hopelessly lost in the maze of tunnels. Occasionally, they would pass a spiderweb-filled pocket. As they moved along, fresh spiderwebs grew more frequent and thicker. I don't like the feel of those webs, Emmy commented. They're sticky and damp. Nor do I, added Jenny. The path along the stream before was much more pleasant. We should go back, grumbled Wallow. These webs are getting thicker and thicker, and that is not good. Oh, look, up ahead. That looks like an exit, Ginny cheered, tapping Emmy on the back of her head with one hand, the other pointing forward. Oh, finally, added Jake. Cheered up by this sight, Emmy and Jake picked up the paste, hungry for a breath of fresh air. Wallow seemed perturbed. What is the matter, Wallow? asked Emmy. Look, an exit to this endless maze of tunnels. Yes, and Wallow lifted his long arm, pointing, spiders, lots of spiders. Jake looked ahead and saw a handful of tiny spiders hanging in webs a few feet from the exit. Unconcerned, he said to Wallow, it's just a few spiders. We can go around. Wallow became increasingly agitated. Even Ginny could not calm him. Wallow, this seems to be the only way out, added Emmy. No, 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 turn around. Please go back, Wallow pleaded. A Reluctant Adventurer, Chapter 14, An Enchanting Voice too late, they were surrounded by dozens and dozens of spiders. Spiders hanging by threads from the ceiling of the tunnel. Spiders crawling out of crevices. Hundreds of spider eyes peering and converging on the unwanted visitors. Oh my, we seem to be in the spider's nest, Emmy said nervously with a shudder. We should make a run for it, suggested Jake. But the exit was blocked by the queen spider and several of her guards. What are you doing in my tunnel, demanded the queen spider. How dare you disrupt my nest? Sorry, we did not mean to intrude, explained Emmy shyly. We tumbled into the tunnels by accident, and we've been searching for an exit. Return now. Go back where you came from, insisted the queen. But there is no other exit, argued Jake. Please let us pass. We will leave and not return. We promise, pleaded Emmy. You will not exit here, shouted the queen, commanding her guards to stand firm. As Jake and Emmy talked, Wallow slipped down from Jake's neck, gathering silk from nearby spiderwebs. Stuff your ears with this, he whispered, handing spider silk to Emmy and Jake. Looking at Wallow confused, Wallow insisted, just do it. Shocked at Wallow's sudden bravery, Jake and Emmy followed his instructions. Wallow plopped down in front of the queen, arms and legs sprawling around him, and he started to talk. 
Oh, my dear queen, Wallow said in a deep, haunting voice that filled the tunnel with echoes. You are so beautiful and kind, with so many charming children. We do not mean to intrude. We only wanted to see your lovely nest so we could boast of your beauty and of your webs. They are exceptional, especially when sunlight reflects delightful little rainbows through tiny little water drops, Wallow said, speaking slowly and calmly. The queen listened intently, her eyes fixed on Wallow. Wallow's compliments lulled the queen and her guards into a sleepy trance. Emmy and Jake watched in amazement as the spiders fell into silence, dangling from their threads. Holding one hand up to his mouth, continuing his compliments, Wallow motioned Emmy and Jake to sneak forward with the other. Emmy and a frightened Jimmy gripping tightly, and Jake silently walked past the sleeping queen of the spiders and her guards. Wallow climbed up around Jake's neck as he passed by and pulled the silk out of Jake's ear and whispered, It will not last long, so when we get outside we must hurry away. Emmy was ahead, and as soon as they were clear of the tunnel entrance, Jake pushed her from behind and started running. Emmy, with Ginny hanging on tightly, didn't need further encouragement. Following close behind, she too sprinted away from the tunnels. Little did they realize they were sprinting directly over a cliff into the greeny-blue crystal lake. A Reluctant Adventurer, Chapter 15, Finding the Sloth Community With a great splash, they were submerged in the lake. Both Wallow and Ginny were thrown on impact and started floating away with the current. Wallow grabbed Ginny and held her tightly. You're not getting away from me again, he cried, gasping for air. Jake and Emmy surfaced not far from each other, sputtering from the chilly surprise. Jake was able to catch Wallow, dragging him and Ginny along as he followed Emmy swimming away from the cliff toward a sandy shore. Several minutes later, they crawled out of the water and flopped on the sandy shore, exhausted. Nice work, Wallow, said Emmy, pulling the spider silk out of her ears. Yes, well done. You must have a mesmerizing voice, added Jake. Whoosh, that was close, huh, Jake? asked Emmy. I suspect we will have a bit of a greeny-blue tinge after this swim. Even so, you must admit, the swim was very refreshing after those damp and miserable, sticky, spider-web-filled tunnels. We should figure out where we are, suggested Jake. Maybe find a spot to rest for the night. It's been quite the day. Wallow was silent. Ginny was sobbing. Goodness, what is it? asked Emmy. We escaped the spiders and we escaped the tunnel, thanks to you, Wallow. You were brilliant. Goodness, you have many unique talents. Sniffing water, seeing hidden trails, an enchanted voice. You are most impressive. Is this the greeny-blue crystal lake near your community? asked Jake. Wallow nodded, tears falling. He pointed with his long arm. Look. Emmy and Jake turned and looked beyond the shore. The forest, what remained of it, was charred, destroyed by a fire. Emmy teared up immediately. Jake was silent. Wallow was hopelessly distraught. Ginny was silently sobbing uncontrollably. 
Emmy forced herself to think. There will be time for tears later. We must move Wallow and Ginny away from the lake, said Emmy, and search for survivors. Looking into the forest, only a few trees remained untouched. The ground was charred, black with cinders. Emmy and Jake walked carefully through the charred remains of the forest, looking for any sign of life. Oh, how could this happen? Emmy asked, tears falling freely. Probably a lightning strike, Jake guessed. Wallow said there was a thunderstorm the night he was tossed from his tree. That may have saved his life, added Jake sadly. And Ginny's too. Oh, this is dreadful, cried Emmy, all the way here to find such destruction. Don't give up hope just yet, encouraged Jake. Look at these unusual paths. They look like something was dragged through the cinders and they lead to that ridge. Oh, and, and, Emmy said excitedly full of hope, the ridge, it seems to have stopped the flames. The trees beyond it are untouched. Maybe the sloths are hiding in those trees. I will get Wallow and Ginny. Be back soon, said Jake. In the meantime, Emmy started talking to the trees, believing the sloth were listening. Hello, friends. You must be very frightened. We are here with Wallow and Ginny. We found them downriver after the thunderstorm. Please do not be afraid. We want to help. Jake returned to the ridge, carrying Wallow puppy style because he refused to hang himself properly and Ginny was up on his back, still sobbing. Wallow sniffed and sobbed. This is so sad. All our friends gone. Wallow, please. I know this is hard, encouraged Emmy. I believe your friends might be up in these trees. You need to climb up and see for us to know for sure. Wallow, please pull yourself together. You can do this. Very reluctantly, Wallow agreed, tears streaming down his face. Slowly, Wallow started to climb, calling to his friends and neighbors. Ginny stopped sobbing, looking up into the trees with her googly eyes searching, hopefully. Hello? Is anyone here? It's me, Wallow. I'm here with Ginny, and I've brought help. These nice folks can help us. Silence. Keep calling, Wallow, Emmy encouraged. Hello, Popper, Wonder, Harry, anyone? This is Emmy and her friend Jake. They carried me all the way from the Great Lake after I floated away. They are very kind and very friendly. Please don't be fooled by their size. Then they heard a shy voice. Wallow? Is that you? Wallow? Ginny? We thought you were lost, whispered Popper. Oh, Wallow, it is you. Harry, Wonder, look. Wallow is back with Ginny and they brought help. Everyone, Wallow is back with Ginny. Slowly, the others emerged and gathered around Wallow and Ginny, who were now the community heroes. The entire community survived. Tears of sorrow turned to tears of joy. One by one, the sloth dropped their head over the tree to see the friends Wallow brought along. Eventually, Emmy and Jake were surrounded by several sloth young'uns clamoring to hang from their necks. Well, this is a problem, said Emmy with a bit of a chuckle. We must relocate this colony of sloth. They cannot stay here with their homes in ruin. 
We should return to Valores and devise a plan, suggested Jake. We cannot do this without help. Okay, friends, that's it for today. I'm Grandma Rachel, and I believe adventure has a way of finding those who look for it. Will you dare to look? Remember, your imagination is brilliant. Use it every single day. Until next time, this is Grandma Rachel. See you soon.